said I would. And I know what their email is because it's very, very simple. It's just their name at okay. gmail.com. I was going to say, don't say it because <laughs> there's thousands of people that will listen to it and suddenly just start emailing your friend. So, And then everybody will learn you don't have any friends. You lied the whole time. I wasn't lying. I know. I'm kidding. <laughs> also, hmm? we're, we're banned from Discord. Who? Am I banned from Discord because... Okay, She's so been begging me to get Discord so we can chat. Okay, well, here here's the thing. There's things that I don't know why the rules are in place. And on, I'm going to be just brutally honest. I don't care. Okay? Because for me, it's a different thing, right? I'm just like, whatever. I'm going to clear my throat on the mic. <coughs> and not going to stress about it, okay? Because yeah. that's just the way that it goes. But I'm the one that's enforcing the rules, but agreeing to the way the rules are set. Now, some of the rules are in place not because of you, but because of somebody else. Because somebody else yeah. messed things up. There's a reason that you don't have access to my credit card, right? Yeah. Not because you spent $800 on Roblox, plus another 300 that we found later after that. Because right. somebody else who shall remain nameless, right, who did it, right? Yeah. So, so those, those are the things that are there. So, you know, you can ask, but the thing is that you have to remember also that there's a there there's some pretty sickos out there right yeah. and it's like and i don't stress when you guys go out and go play outside and things like that because the odds of you being surrounded by that many sickos outside right around here right very small yeah. somebody shows up in my backyard i'm quicker than anybody else to be in the backyard right yeah so versus when you're online you don't know where you are yeah. it's it's the difference between being in a place where there's one or two people Right. Mm -hmm. And being in a crowded mall. There's more there's more risks and threats, you know, to that to that end, that aspect of things. Right. Yeah. So that's that's the way I look at everything. But, you know, in that I'm, I'm not going to stress about it or anything like that. So but so this morning I had uh, your mom, your mom was <laughs> was on the, on the podcast. Right. Yeah. And you want to know what we talked about? Sure. The police in Missouri had to remind people in Missouri they're not allowed to wrestle bears. What? Yeah. Literally. In Missouri, apparently it happened enough that the police had to remind people on the 31st to say, hey, just a reminder, don't wrestle bears this time. <laughs> yeah. Who's wrestling armors? Oh, but think about it, just just think about the fact that you can't wrestle bears. So a whole state is like, oh, no, you can't wrestle bears. So I thought that was absolutely hilarious. So I'm just like, OK, so that that is what it is. So but I just I never see anything in me that says I, I feel like I should wrestle bears. And as far as like, you know, if you asked me, because this is what I'm saying, if you sat there and said, hey, daddy, nobody said I couldn't wrestle bears. Is that OK? I'm mm -hmm. not going to say, sure, go go wrestle bears, Tabitha. No. That sounds sounds like fun, right? I've actually never seen a bear in my like in like with my own two eyes. Oh, not counting the videos. Oh, that's and that's fair. And and trust me, bears on videos are less likely to eat you. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. you know, so you just just think about it from from that aspect. But I mean, you have seen a bunch of animals. Uh, yeah, it's like. Let's see. We've gone to zoos, right? Yeah, and we went to the aquarium. 
and the aquarium had more than just aquarium things, yeah. right? Like that big alligator, and you went and swam with that. No, right? I didn't. Oh, okay. You jumped on it. No, what? Oh, what did you? Okay. I what looked at it and took a picture of it. Okay. Where is that picture? On my phone, which is currently dead. Oh. Sitting right there. Oh, okay. Wow, you take an inventory of where your phone is. Well, so I, s- I noticed it when I sat down in the chair. I was like, oh, look, my phone. Yeah. So, okay. Well, you ready to get started? Yeah. Okay. So, good afternoon, and welcome to the Stupid Podcast on Everything's Afternoon Dive, where I'm Joey. And I'm Tabby. And we talk about everything. And nothing. All at the same time. I'm actually going to be changing that after today. So, this is going to be the last time that anybody says those lines like that. So, you know, yeah, so we I read a bunch of weird news uh, w- with your mom, but it's like the mornings we have to be a lot shorter on, on news. So, yeah. so I, I'm going to ask you what you're interested in, and then you tell me, and I will read the news story for you, okay? Mm-hmm. So do you want to know about the $120,000 banana? <sighs> do you want to know about the woman selling body parts? Do you want to know about... The spaghetti monster showing up in New Jersey or, you know, do wait, where's the other one? Um, Oh, or the woman who lived on uh, wine and candy for five days. So you tell me which one you want. You got a bit. Okay, the spaghetti monster. Let me go ahead and pop that one up here because it's absolutely crazy. Okay. So, a massive dump of pasta was found in New Jersey and sets off a fury of interest as well as a fury of people just upset, right? Mm -hmm. So, sad, but it's true that in New Jersey, just so you know, people dump stuff all the time. You go go in the back, back rows of New Jersey and, like, people dump whole houses worth of furniture, tires for days. There's actually a whole business of people who go out and collect these discarded tires so that they don't end up, you know, just polluting everything. So, so here's, here's what's crazy. So a worker in Old Bridge Township found 15 wheelbarrow loads of illegal dumped pasta what? along a creek in a residential neighborhood. Old Bridge business uh, administrator basically notified NPR of this. The pasta came in a whole bunch of shapes and sizes from spaghetti and macaroni and mounds of it sit along a wooded bank of the of, of the Irisic Brook. Okay, look at the photos here. I'll show you really quick. Look at that. Oh That's one God. section of it right there. So imagine if you're in that creek and you're just kind of drifting down because we do that in Texas, right? Mm-hmm. People get in tubes and they just go tubing. They just drift down a creek, right? Mm-hmm. So imagine you see that and you see that along the shoreline. Hundreds and hundreds of pounds of pasta just laying there. And, you know, what I found interesting about it was how did this guy, how did the workers know that it was, what, 15 wheelbarrows, right? I don't know. Yeah. So, and here's what's crazy. So, residents like, um, I'm not even going to try to say Nina's last name, but Nina said the unexplained appearance was indeed the last straw. She goes, at this point, she says, I know who did it. But the story's not about that, right? And so for her, it's not who dumped the pasta, but why? She says, while people fixate on, quote unquote, now they're calling it pasta gate, okay, um, 
aspect of the story, the real story is the fact that in Old Bridge, that there isn't a bulk garbage pickup. So in other words, commercial garbage. So if there's a pasta manufacturer, there's not somebody to pick it up. So in, and they have a bunch of waste. So it's been a point of contention for 23 years, right? Yeah. And it's like, I, I don't care what she says. If you sit there looking and seeing all of this pasta, okay, aren't you going to care about who put it there? Yeah. Is, isn't that kind of the point? Like, why? Why is she saying that she doesn't care? I don't know. Okay. So, now, what do you think looking at it? Is it cooked or is it raw pasta? No, it's cooked. Well, it's not. But so, what it is, is it's pasta got put out put out there and got rained on. Oh and so, my. it just yeah. got soggy. Ew. Right? And there's there's conflicting reports about whether the pasta was cooked or whether or not it was raw. And the thing is, is like that's kind of weird to think about, right? I was like, yeah. I, me personally, like, I, I just want to know who was thinking what, right? Like, mm. hey, Tabby, mm. we got all this pasta, right? Mm. So you want to do some Mission Impossible stuff? Sure. Huh? All right. I need you to take all this pasta and I need you to go take it down to the creek and pour it out everywhere and line it up everywhere on the creek. Right? Yeah. How does nobody see that? I, I don't know. Okay. There's so much. So, and what's funny is that this person says that she knows who did it, but the police, the police are saying they're looking into who's responsible for the pasta dump. Well, she knows who did it. Why doesn't she just tell them? Ask that again. If she knows who did it, why doesn't she just tell them? Isn't that an extremely valid question? Yes. So, yeah. It's absolutely nuts to think that you would know something like that and wouldn't tell somebody like that. Right? Like, mm, oh, well, stuff happens. Right? Yeah. So, okay. So now I replaced that story. And you want me to go through them all again? The banana. You want, Okay. <laughs> Do you want to know what the new story is, though? For the banana? Um, no, no. Because I replace a story, and then I have a new story. Do you want to know what the new story is? And then you can choose that or the banana or any of the other stories, okay? Yeah. Okay. An Indiana man blows up. After he found a grenade from Grandpa. Like, actually blows up? I don't know. I haven't read it yet. I'm just telling you. So you want the banana or do you want the grenade? Um. Banana it is. <laughs> you still want the banana. It's totally fine. Sure. I'm literally. So, the $120,000 banana, right? So there was an artist, and this artist, I'm not even going to give the guy any kind of publicity whatsoever, okay? This artist taped a banana to a wall at an, odd, uh, at an art exhibit in, art, in the Art Basel, uh, Basel, I'm sorry, Miami, right? And a guy came up, saw the banana, and ate the banana. Okay? Okay. 
So, yep, banana just literally taped to the wall, and it fell prey to a guy who was hungry and was a South Korean college student, saw it, visiting America, said, huh, there's a banana on the wall. Well, that's a weird way to serve it, but I'm hungry, and it's a banana. Ate the banana only to find out that it was, you know, an art exhibit that a banana and tape were valued at $120,000. That's not... Did he get, like, in trouble? Oh, yeah. What? That's oh, yeah. stupid. No, he told the museum that he ate, ate, ate it because he was hungry. And, and he told that to Korean broadcasters, right? Yeah. And he studies aesthetics and religion in Seoul National uh, University. But, you know, he also talked about the artist's intent and how weird that that was. He was asking if the fruit, which was replaced every few days anyways, right, to keep the installation looking fresh, was meant to be eaten. Nobody answered him, so he just assumed, okay, I'm going to eat it. The drama lasted for, he got drama for a half hour, like 30 minutes, just because people were so upset about it. And, and it's like, because they say that that, that exhibit's worth $120,000. Oh, my God. So, how crazy would it be if the, let me ask you this. So, so I want you to tell me which one. One of these two things happened. You ready? The museum, either had the man arrested and he was sentenced to jail for six years for eating a banana on a wall where by the way while in prison he had a total of eight bananas okay (laughs) while waiting for trial or the museum did nothing and they let the guy go and he's fine so which one is it i feel he got put in jail as crazy as that would be and how believable that is, no, they actually decided they weren't going to pursue him for that. But that has to be, I think, the most expensive banana in it, history. It, what? what do you think? I feel dramatic. Somebody taping a banana to the wall costs $120,000. So there's so much weird art. You ever look at art and go, why is that art? Yes. Okay, like, would you have an example of anything that you've looked at and gone, why is that a thing? Um, Not off the top of my head. Okay. So, I've seen pieces of art that I'm like, how is that a piece of art? I kid you not that I saw a piece of art when I lived in San Francisco where somebody had a piece about the size of your hand of a, a towel rod and had a hanger hanging off of it and the hanger was cut in half and they were trying to sell it for $32,000 oh is what God. I saw for I'm like you you're, you're kidding me you can make that yourself for so, mm-hmm. so much cheaper yeah and this banana art is so weird right because mm-hmm. they've actually got it on a special coffee cup what yeah so you can buy a coffee cup which looks Wait. like it is just over $130. Can I see the picture? Yeah, there you go. Right there. That's oh it. My so God. it's a coffee cup with a <laughs> lid with the banana taped on it. Yeah. What? And and the date that the kid ate the banana, right? 
and 130 bucks. What? No. Yeah. You want a coffee mug for $130? No. Oh, come on. You don't even like coffee, though. <laughs> no, I don't. So just absolutely crazy, right? Yes. So, yeah, that's the fun thing that we're dealing with now. So now, okay, let's replace that. Okay. And we're replacing that with man nearly loses head in his own candy machine while onlookers look in horror. Or we have the man, who the grenade one, or the woman, you know, who pled not guilty for selling over 20 boxes of body parts. Or the Australian woman who had to survive on candy and wine. It is your choice. Or, there, oh, no, there's one more. That the floating ocean garbage that we have right now out in the ocean might actually be a good thing. That one. Okay. So, we know that there's a bunch of plastic floating around in the ocean, right? That's why yeah. all of a sudden California went nuts and you couldn't have plastic straws anymore because, you know, living hundreds of miles away from the ocean doesn't matter they just don't want you to touch anything and you're not allowed to have it and so instead because plastic was so evil they decided that you know you were going to get special lids that were made of more plastic than the straw was in the first place right yeah you know how crazy that was so so right now out in the ocean we have in in the pacific ocean specifically north pacific right we have three clumps huge clumps of Garbage, plastic garbage that's floating around, right? Yeah. We have the Western Garbage Patch. We have the Eastern Garbage Patch, or also known as the uh, Pacific Subtropical uh, High Patch, okay? And then we have what's called the Subtropical Convergence Zone, which is where those come into contact with each other, and it alone is almost two-thirds as long as the United States, okay? Oh, my God. So these, these big piles actually stretch longer than the United States, right? Okay, yeah. so that's so that's kind of crazy. So here's the thing. So people have been doing fundraisers and all kinds of things about going out and cleaning up the ocean, right? With one being a $22 million barge that is designed to go out there and it, it puts out a conveyor belt that picks up all this garbage, grinds up all the all the garbage and plastic, right? And then we'll, can actually use that to burn fuel. Uh, to turn the plastic basically into a fuel source, okay, or to compact mm -hmm. it so it can be taken inland into, into landfills. So there's all these different things that people are doing, right? Yeah. Okay. So here's the here's the problem now. So I want you to see this picture right here. Do you see that picture? That picture is barnacles. That's a clam. Those are snails. And that right there, if my mouse works, there we go, that right there. That's coral. And do you know what that is? No. That's a skateboard wheel. Or a roller skate wheel. It's one of the two. Hmm. And now here's the thing. So now the floating ocean garbage has become home to a large and surprising amount of sea life from hmm. coast to coast. Because now all of these, these animals that are generally near, near the coast and near the shores, clams, barnacles, and things like that, they stay on things so that they're filter feeders, right? They send out these little tendrils, and they eat everything, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, they started sticking to these pieces of plastic, and now they're floating all over the oceans. Oh, my God. 
So now here's the problem. You ready? So, Tabby, you're an environmentalist, right? You want the earth to be clean, right? You like a clean earth. I'm not saying you're crazy. I'm just saying that you like a clean earth, a clean earth right? You don't like pollution and garbage and everything, no. right? Okay. So now here's the thing. Part of being an environmentalist is that you're wanting to save animals and animal life, right? That's part of what it is. It's conservation, right? Kind of. Okay. What, what, do you not agree? Well, I mean, it doesn't really connect if it's like, if that's what I'm thinking, then I don't think that's, okay, I don't think that's really it, because for me, I'm not really caring that much about that, because I just don't want the earth to look like a literal trash dump while, like, I'm fine with people hunting, and I'm fine with people mm -hmm. literally killing a bunch of animals because mm -hmm. that's what we do to survive. But you know that there's environmentalists that are out there that like, don't kill any animals, right? Yeah. And, oh, man's garbage is horrible, right? Yeah. So imagine if you're one of those people where you want to get rid of all the garbage, but you don't want to kill any animals. Now you're stuck. What are they going to do? Mm. What do they do? don't know they don't know this whole article is about them not knowing because here it is so these smaller fish and all these things are now living out there and and they're feeding off of the stuff that's feeding off of the other stuff and so there's this whole ecology now right so this whole thing because then bigger animals are there then turtles are there then all of these other animals eating all of these other animals are there so to, to the point where large fish are starting to show up at these things, right? Yeah. And this is how things actually moved around the coasts and to be on the shores of most, most places in the ocean. Barnacles or whatever it is, they go on to big chunks of wood. We call it driftwood. That wood drifts through the ocean over tens, hundreds, thousands of years, finds a different shore, and then those things go ashore there, and they live along the coast of that area, right? So all of these different things and everything. So... Now we have a problem because if we want to get rid of all this plastic, we have to kill all these animals. But if we don't want to kill all these animals, then we have to leave the plastic. So what do we do? We will literally starve a bunch of animals if we if we get rid of this stuff. Big fish, big animals. But we still have a bunch in the ocean, don't we? Sure, but there's only a finite number of things in the ocean. We don't have new, s new species appearing on the garbage that isn't anywhere else in the ocean, do we? Don't know. They have to do the research on it now. Well, just get rid of the stuff that has all the things we already have a bunch of in the ocean. But, but you, if you don't want to kill animals, what do you do? Nothing. So you just leave the. But you don't want the garbage out there. So what do you do? stuff that doesn't have animals on it. Oh, but it's all got animals on it. You can do nothing. But we don't want the garbage out there. I don't know. <laughs> it's okay, because that's, that's the craziness of this and where it's at right now. Okay? Okay. So, what do you want now? So, that would be the last one that's there. Okay? So, do we want Grandpa blows his, his grandson up? Do we sure. want the woman with the body parts or the lady eating candy and wine? 
for blowing up. All right. <coughs> Excuse me. An Indiana man is found dead after a grenade found in his grandfather's uh-huh. belongings exploded while uh-huh. he was going through them. An Indiana man is dead after a grenade discovered in his grandpa's grand in his grandfather's belongings detonated while he was rummaging through them. According to a post from the Lake County Sheriff, officers responded to the call of an explosion oh at 6.30 p.m. Saturday night in the community homes of the, uh, of the Lakes of the Four Seasons. The family was looking through their grandfather's belongings when they found a hand-held grenade and it went off. Someone reportedly pulled the pin... On the device, and it detonated, Sheriff Oscar Martinez Jr. said in the statement. Responders found an adult male at the scene who was declared dead. Oh, my God. So the man's two children, a 14-year-old boy and an 18-year-old woman, were wounded by shrapnel and transported to nearby hospitals. The investigation is ongoing. And according to the FBI, some families have unexpectedly found explosive devices in the belongings of their parents and grandparents who were military veterans. Some veterans brought back explosives as souvenirs from World War One, World oh War Two, Korean War, Vietnam War, and the Gulf War. Oh, my God. So, just imagine. That's so unfortunate. Right? Hey, so imagine this. Like, great-grandpa passed away, right? Yeah. So great grandpa passed away and grandma's great grandma's like, hey, he's got a bunch of stuff out in the garage. You guys want to go through it and you go through it and you find a grenade. I'm not going to pull the pin. There you <laughs> I know how I know. I know kind of how grenades work. I yeah. Mean, like, tell me. I, I know what not to do so that it doesn't explode. Apparently you're better than this than, than at least this guy. Right. Yeah. But how much does that suck? Think about this. So wherever we go, you die. You're like standing there waiting in line or whatever. And you hear somebody goes, grandson, why are you here? <laughs> right? Uh, like, oh, Grandpa, <laughs> you had a grenade in the box. Well, yeah, but it had a pin in it. Uh, uh, well, you see, Grandpa, oh, my gosh. Are 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 your kids okay? Disgraceful. Right, Grandpa's like you. What is that skill check? <laughs> <laughs> skill check fail, right? So yeah, so somebody decided to find a grenade. They found a grenade. They pulled the pin. Did they think it was fake? I, he just has a toy. I would ask him, but he's dead. <laughs> it's just a toy. But can, can you ask the people that went to the hospital? Um, I don't know, I, I don't know but what. What do you think that conversation was? What if it was what if it was you and you saw me pulling the pin out of her grenade because I didn't know what it was? <laughs> and now we're dead. Good job. So, yeah, so that's kind of the insanity in in the news and these are things. This just this all happened over the weekend. Really? Just oh yeah, this is all just over the weekend. So, it's absolutely crazy. Like in the last, in, in within the last five days total, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to read this last one just because I know you want to hear it too. I want to hear it. You ready? Uh-huh. An Arkansas woman. That's right, Arkansas, our neighbor state. It's right up that way behind me. Okay, 
has pleaded not guilty to charges that she stole body parts what? from a medical school from medical school cadavers and sold them through Facebook for eleven thousand dollars. Facebook? Why Facebook? Can you imagine it's seeing a, that Facebook listing in Marketplace? It's a blind market, but like you go, you're like looking on Marketplace. So you live in Little Rock, or you you know something like that, and you say, "Hey, human foot." Uh, <laughs> right? But sold it for eleven thousand dollars. Did they get bought? Oh, so so Cand Candace Chapman Scott, a thirty-six-year-old former mortuary service worker, is accused of selling twenty boxes. I don't even say how much is in each box. Twenty boxes of everything from human skin Ew. to skulls Ew. to a man in Pennsylvania, right? According to a federal grand jury indictment unsealed by Little... Oh, it was in Little Rock, too. I laugh. I was just guessing. Mm -hmm. Little Rock Court on Friday. Scott was charged with 12 counts of mail fraud, wire fraud, and interstate transportation of stolen property. A lawyer representing her, her did not respond immediately to NPR. But according to the documents... Scott worked for a company that offered commercial cremation services. One of their clients was an, was an anatomy lab at the University of Arkansas, which uses donated cadavers for medical education and research. After one of the company's scheduled pickups, she messaged the owner of a Facebook group explaining how she acquired the corpses. Named Oddities, the private Facebook group contains about 380 members, and bills itself as a safe way to shop. Hmm. She uh, goes, I follow your page and work and love it, Scott wrote to the owner, according to the indictment. Just out of curiosity, would you know anyone in the market for a fully intact, embalmed brain? Ew. Scott then sent pictures of two brains and a heart. The man yeah. offered $1,200 via PayPal and gave Scott pointers on how to ship the three organs to him in Enola, Pennsylvania, via the U.S. Postal Service. Over the course of the next nine months, oh my God. Scott proceeded to ship the man an ear, an arm, and lungs, livers, kidneys, hands, breasts, uh, penises, uh, fetuses, uh. skins, skulls, and a whole human Head. He's missing everything he got that donated. In exchange, he paid her a total of $10,975 in 16 separate PayPal transfers. That's cheap. Each time, Scott returned the rest of the remains cremated to the school. So they weren't able to figure out what she had been doing, right? Now, the indictment doesn't say who the buyer is, but... Who buys this? Think that's about it. That's sick, though. Hmm? That's, that's sick. People mm -hmm. are weird. Uh. Yeah. And so, now here's the thing. She's pleading not guilty. Okay? His lawyer, because we actually do now know who it is. It's not important. But he is being... He has four counts of receiving stolen stolen property... And intending to participate in unlawful activity and abusing a corpse. Uh, okay? Uh, so, the police got tipped off, okay, beginning of June, obviously. 
Um, oh, in 2022. And that was a according to the press release. So just think about this. Let me ask you a question first off. You want to buy any human body parts? God, no. That's a waste of money. I have my own life. <laughs> you have your own body parts? Yeah, I don't need a whole brain or a head. I'm not making it. Are you sure? Yeah. You and sure? if I was, I'd probably go to the hospital to get one, not buy it off of Facebook Marketplace. Yeah. Well, yeah. That is well. So obviously, she didn't go to actually marketplace. She did it on Facebook, right? She found a group of people who were interested in something like that. Talked to the page owner, Ugh. and the page owner is like, "Yeah, I'll buy some of these things for you." That's so, nasty. so I, so I have a question for you though. They're normally sold to schools, right, mm-hmm. for research. Versus an independent person. So why was it okay to sell them to a school, but not sell them to a person? Because they're they're at a school. There's people watching over them. They can't abuse it. Okay. So you don't think people at schools abuse things? You want to know a story real quick? And then we'll call it for the day. So you know who my friends were in high school. I talk about them all the time, right? Yeah. Okay. So one of my friends, one of the things that we did was we dissected animals all the time. And the biggest thing that we ever dissected was a pig fetus. Uh, uh. Okay. It's about this big. So for anybody that's curious, uh, you can look it up. It's literally about the size of a small football. All right. It's about that big. So, one of my friends decided what he wanted to do was stitch it up closed everywhere that he could and then shove an air hose up its booty hole and inflate it. Oh, my God. Oh, Tabby. The mess and the smell. I don't know how big he thought it was going to inflate. And I was homesick from school, okay? Because I genuinely did not want to dissect a pig fetus, I'll be honest. <laughs> so I was I was home sick from school, right? It was one of the few times I was ever sick. And I don't know how big it got, but I heard people telling me different stories of he stuck it in there, right? And was having problems because it wouldn't catch a seal. So it was... He was as as quick as he was pushing air into the booty. It was pushing out of the booty, and then he finally clinched around it to hold the seal tight, and it didn't get as big as he thought it was going to get, and exploded Ew. all over him, all over Fred, all over like students that were in front of them. They had little bits of baby unborn Ew. pig in the Ew. back of their clothes and in their Ew. hair. And he had to. I'd be showering for days. Oh gosh, could you imagine? Imagine sitting there and you're working on something, and all of a sudden you hear poof from behind you, and pig stuff. Ew. Not nondescript pig parts just slap you in the back of your head. Were there showers at that school? Oh yeah, oh yeah, we had showers. You know, so I am sure. We rushed to there. But what if you saw it? How traumatic would that be? Oh. Just to think about all of the organs, intestines, 
livers, lungs, the skin, eyeballs, right? All of these things. I don't know what, how it exploded or how much it exploded all over the place. I just know that they told me that story. They were laughing so hard at that story, and they had to stay after school for almost three weeks cleaning all the different schoolrooms. Oh, my God. Because that was their punishment. So, yeah. So, which was your favorite story? (laughs) Hmm? The pasta. The pasta? So, who do you think did it? Me. (laughs) I dumped the pasta. What would you do if you were walking down a creek and just all of a sudden saw hundreds of pounds of noodles soggy all over the ground? I'd probably walk down to it and start looking at it. I don't I'm know. worried you were going to say you were going to eat it or no. smell it or taste it. If it was on the floor, I would not. Well, not all of it was, right? Some of it was on top of other pasta. Yeah. <laughs> With that said, thank you so much for joining us on the Afternoon Dive on the Stupid Podcast on Everything, where I've been Joey. And I've been Patty. <laughs> and we will talk to you tomorrow morning with uh, another guest. So, uh, till then, peace out with your peace out. Bye. Bye.